Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Tampa, Florida. It's time for Tampa Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Welcome to Tampa Business Radio. Stone Peyton Lee Cantor here with you this morning. Lee, this is going to be a fantastic segment. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast founder and president with Prestige Leadership Advisors, Mr. Joe Yazbek. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Good to be to be with you today. Well, Joe, before we get too far into things, tell us about Prestige Leadership Advisors. How are you serving folks? We are serving uh, professionals with uh, development and training, executive training, leadership, and uh, communications training for those individuals who want to um, become more powerful in the way they communicate uh, and also to influence and inspire others as leaders. So we provide training in that direction. We do this through workshops, seminars, VIP, one-on-one coaching, et cetera. And we are located in the Tampa Bay area. Now, um, in your uh, experience from doing this kind of work, do you find that leaders are born or are they, or can they be made? Ah, what a great question. Uh, well, I think, I think the potential for leadership is endowed when people are born but I think like anything, you, you, you're not going to be able to get a mechanic to, to, to take an engine out of a car unless they're trained. <laughs> you can say they have the ability, and as long as they have the willingness, they can get that done. And why, this is what I work with. If I have the willingness of an individual to want to become an inspiring leader who wants to create positive impact, they can be trained to do so. And I think it's inherent in everyone, um, but I think... You know, it's a talent that can definitely be developed. Now, what are some uh, kind of maybe clues that someone is doing leadership right and maybe some symptoms that people are doing leadership wrong? You know, leadership is really, and this is going to sound very simple, but it's powerful. I don't want an individual to change. I want them to be themselves. You see, and they have qualities. People have qualities, and sometimes they give them up because they think or they have self-doubts about those qualities, and they've got to be what I call a synthetic personality in order to, to get in front of people or be a public personality. You don't have to be synthetic. You can be authentic and real and yourself, whoever that is. And that's what I think is needed in leadership. As long as you have an intent to help people, you're helping people grow. You're coaching them as an executive. Um, you're helping people to overcome obstacles. You're becoming a positive influence that way. And these are the true qualities of a leader. It's the willingness to help others to be more positive, to grow. And, you know, Lee, and after all, how do you grow a company without growing its people? Real leadership's focus is on growing its people. That's how you grow a business. Now, do you feel at the heart of some of the people who don't feel that they are good leaders is a fear of being authentic, that they're afraid to be kind of vulnerable and show their true self? Well, I think so. I think that starts with themselves where they've got to to feel really comfortable with who they are. That's a first thing. Um, But I also think that there's there's a bit of a, a false idea about what it takes, you know, to be in a position where you can help others and be a leader. 
you know, it's competency, you know, are you competent? You know, do you have the know-how to help others? That's why I say get educated, not necessarily through book education, like through schools. Certainly you might get an education through a formal official school uh, system, but um, I think by, by learning, by doing. People who are courageous are those that go out in the world and find out, and they, they treat the world as their laboratory, so to speak. They find out what's good for them, what's not good for them, what works, what doesn't work. They throw out what doesn't work, and they keep what does work. And then they're able to, to learn the competencies that they love to perform. See, and that's another thing. Do what you love doing. Don't do what you don't love. You're going to find your, it's more enjoyable to do what you love and be competent at it, and you're setting an example for others. Uh, if you're, set, you're not going to set a good example if you're not doing what you love and you're not passionate. Now, do you believe in the um, saying, fake it until you make it? Nope. <laughs> I think you can't pull people, E. <laughs> I, think pe- I think people are smarter than one thinks. And if you're faking it, um, you're not only fooling others, but you're fooling yourself. And that's the worst kind of foolishness. Now, what about in your career? How did you get st- started? What's your backstory? My backstory is is that I, I learned how to stand in front of people by singing, and I still sing, but I got in front of people, in front of audiences, and it was difficult at first, but I learned how to connect to an audience. I learned that I can lift up an audience. Uh, I learned that as long as I'm connected to my own message, that I can connect a message to an audience, and I can connect a message to an audience if I'm connected to the audience. And being connected to an audience, being up on stage, whether you're singing, whether you're speaking, is caring about that audience and admiring something about that audience. You know, I learned that very early on. You know, my family was involved in in music and entertainment. My son, for example, is a major Broadway star in New York. He was nominated for Tony for Best Actor, and um, he's won numerous awards. Uh, he is a leading man on, in New York on Broadway. He's done television, film. Very proud of him. My father, my 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 father was uh, before he passed on was a, a piano man, and he was a big band enthusiast and played trumpet. And so it, you know, I had the influence in my family growing up, and I believe that speaking is a performance art. I believe that communication is about performing, not just about getting through a speech without the ums and the ahs. Now, that could be trained. That now, could be trained. Now, how did you uh, pivot from entertainment into the business world? I had people asking me. <laughs> I used to develop talent in the entertainment industry years ago, and I realized that it was sorely needed in business because you had executives that could not get up in front of people, even deliver their own staff meetings, let alone uh, a keynote address at a Rotary Club. And I found out that it was very, very important for them to not have to risk humiliation and embarrassment. And they would not get in front of an audience because they were afraid to risk that humiliation and embarrassment and and to uh, make that 
image that they were trying to protect stand firm. Okay. And so I have a lot of many industry CEOs and major companies that I've trained over the years. And, uh, it opened the door to an awful lot of, uh, enjoyment and satisfaction with connecting to people standing in front of large audiences at conventions or conferences or getting on camera, doing a commercial on behalf of your company, all of those things. And so it was important to me that I, I would help these executives and owners of companies really become the brand ambassador for their companies through this training. But how did you kind of make the mental shift from being an entertainer and being engaging to leading and having authority and creating culture that um, kind of encapsulates the business? Well, I had it in me to be a business owner. I, ha I had a business where I did that, and I realized I was very good at business. I was very good at, at, at leading. I was very good at coaching people to become better. I had a team. I built that team, and I thought, you know, uh, I, I also had a hand in consulting companies as a result. And people love to be educated and entertained at the same time. You notice that. You know, you don't want to be sitting in front of a speaker on stage that's boring. And I've had people come up to me and go, oh, my God, you know, that was amazing. How can I do what you do? And I took that as, well, let me show you. These were, these were executives and people in business that needed to convert audiences into clients. And let me answer your question even more truthfully, right? It was certainly more profitable. That mental shift was much easier because it was more profitable to be dealing with corporations with bigger budgets. <laughs> but I was helping a lot more. <laughs> and I was helping a lot more people. You know, I have my heart in the entertainment industry, but I was helping a lot more people make a lot more positive impact uh, working in the corporate arena. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Tampa Business Radio. Today we are visiting with founder and president with Prestige Leadership Advisors, Joe Yazbek. He's also a best-selling author and world-class speaker. Joe Stone Payton here with Business Radio X. I've been listening in on your conversation with Lee. And I wanted to go back to something you mentioned a little bit earlier in the discussion around this topic of competence. And while I certainly uh, can envision and appreciate the idea that there are some fundamentals in virtually every arena, that if we all practice those, that handful of disciplines, it'll give us that, that little extra edge. And I've also observed, at least in my own life and career, that competency can be, to some degree, a bit of a moving target, and that there is this need for con uh, consistent growth and, and study. So two-part question. A, do you agree? Have you, have you observed something similar? And B, how do you and, and, and how do you help your clients uh, stay up with this, with this moving target uh, I'm describing? Well, the answer to A is yes. I have noticed that. You have to be current. Uh, you have to be willing to change. You have to be willing to, to make adjustments to current social media, for example, and the Internet the last 10, 12 years. You had better get connected to social media uh, and understand what that means to a business in terms of creating a strategy for success. You see, um, 
How do you help a client? I'll tell you what I do. I'll tell you the main thing. Most companies lose sight of their, their purpose and their mission. And you've got to have uh, the, the competence. The first competency is really understanding where you're going and why. What is the outcome of what you're producing? Know what you're producing and to what public you're producing these services and products. You see, and and getting everyone on board with that. Uh, it's easy to say, but a competent leader has got to be able to, number one, know exactly what kind of people they want in their organization. What is the profile of these people? You see, you want to understand the ingredients that go in to a, uh, to a high-quality recruit. And then, and then, You've got to have opportunities for these uh, recruitees, these hirees, to become successful when you onboard them. This is the most crucial, right? Are you providing training, coaching, and curriculum in some way where you're giving new people an opportunity to know how to wear their hat, okay? And then you're in there with your sleeves rolled up. You've got people in there that are coaching and helping. You're not micromanaging. You're not, you know, creating self-doubt. You're creating a culture of growth. And that's the important thing. And you want a leader showing up on a timely basis in front of their teams, right? Giving them a sense of how on target they are in achieving their goals, what the future planning holds, right? What they are working on to help this company grow. Right. Also, understanding who's winning in that organization and getting the success stories of those people. This is real leadership. You see, it isn't just number crunching and looking at trends and statistics. That's important. It's important to be able to interpret your production and, and know that you have a measurement uh, operating basis of, of learning how and what and what kind of growth you're making, what are the metrics of your organization. Because if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. But you're managing people, and you're helping people. It's a people business, and you're growing people. And you've got to learn how to – the competency is learning how to grow people. I think there's a big, big disconnect between leadership and HR. I think HR has taken a backseat, and I think leaders in companies are too concerned about HR becoming uh, legal representatives instead of helping their teams grow. Now, in your, I know I said. Now, in your work, when a, what, what's the pain a company's having where they go? You know what? We better call Joe. Well, the pain is this: the pain is they not they're not expanding, and they're not expanding in a controlled fashion, and. They're wasting money. They're leaving money on the table, and they're not coordinating people to ensure that service to the public is at an optimum, okay? And you don't have uh, executives ensuring of this. It's the lack of executive know-how and competency. So That's the, what it is. So money that, pouring in, and you've got a big hole in the bucket, Stone, with money pouring out. It's misuse of marketing funds. They don't know necessarily who their target markets are. But if I were to say one thing, 
the pain point is lack of communication to get their programs initiated. It's a lack of connection and communication with their teams from an executive standpoint. And that's the training they need. They need leadership communication, executive communications to make things happen. That's the pain point. So now tell us about the book, No Fear Speaking. How did that come about? Well, uh, I decided to write the book because I started giving a lot of workshops and seminars. And I started doing this around the world, right? And I realized that this was a, a very, very big uh, problem with most people trying to make an impact, whether you be whether it's political, public servants, executives and companies. And there was a lot of false data out there, a lot of false information. And I took the entertainment industry experience I had on how do you stand in front of an audience and connect? How do you attract people? And I put it in terms that anybody can understand. It's a very simple, simple written book. Uh, I cut the fat off the filet, so to speak. And I decided to put exercises in the book and make the chapters not too long. I did not want this to be an academic book. It's somewhat of a manual. In fact, there's a quick reference guide that I also published with it. And it, it hit like that. It, it, uh, just thousands of books were sold off Amazon the first two months. It became a number one on four different categories. And I started getting people asking me if I can translate the book. And then one thing led to another. And then subsequent to the book being released, uh, I went on to three global tours, and now I have it published in eight languages. And so uh, I have a system now that I train clients on that system, and it be, it's a standardized, codified system of public speaking from preparation to organizing to delivering uh, the structure, design of a presentation, organizing it for smooth flow, so how do you own the room? How do you motivate an audience to a call to action? And in a lot of ways, a lot of a lot of uh, professionals have taken my workshops and have gotten my one-on-one coaching to convert audiences into clients, and they've made a lot of income just for that reason. Well, so the so, book's been very, very helpful that way. Well, if somebody wanted to learn more and have a more substantive conversation about your leadership work or get a hold of the book, uh, what are the coordinates? What are the websites for those? Well, my uh, company website is prestigeleader.com. That's our company website. Anything regarding my book and the publications and uh, the materials that come with it is nofearspeaking.com. So there's two websites, prestigeleader.com nofearspeaking.com. Well, listen, I'm, I have my company open. If somebody wants to come in, make, make a time to chat with us, I always offer through our company a complimentary coaching session. Very important to me. I want people to feel comfortable and relaxed coming in. And we're located in Largo, Florida, on East Bay Drive in Largo. Uh, contact information is on each website. And they can make an appointment. They can come in very accessible here we do we do do a lot of traveling in different areas we do workshops we have them coming up in washington dc at the end of the month we also have a, a a major workshop at pricewaterhouse coopers for a huge association of chief information officers which i'll be delivering a 
uh, a major uh, presentation there on May 22nd. But for the most part, I'll be here in Largo for the month of May. Good stuff, Joe. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. Well, thank you. I enjoyed it. All right. This is Lee Cantor for Stone Payton. We will see you all next time on Tampa Business Radio.